There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Private Education, the Smart Section Relationships Podcast. That's actually a bit of a tongue teaser now that I... Now that <laughs> a I, lot of S's in there. <laughs> so it's a nice session in relationships. Anyway, um, welcome and thanks for listening again because we're on like... We've, we've, we've gotten to a full hand of, pod, of podcast episodes now. This is number five. So um, thanks for yeah sticking with it and listening. Um, and if you've done any like reviewing or um, starring or liking or if you've typed any words in relation to this anywhere on the entire internet, thanks. Here's a voice hug. Hug. Okay. Uh, Andrea Horan. Hiya. Hi. Is my guest for this episode. Um, Andrea Horan, in case anyone doesn't know, is the owner of Tropical Popical, which is the most badass nail location destination <laughs> in the entire universe um i'm sure everyone has seen or heard of it because you could not possibly exist in in dublin or ireland without having done so um, and you are also launching united ireland which is your own podcast yeah coming soon in coming may soon tbc date tbc yeah may end of may end of may okay referendum anniversary okay lovely yeah that's I'm sure, I'm sure that was planned. planned. That. We planned that on purpose. <laughs> Me and Inna are not very good planners. It's like, oh my God, that's amazing. Well done. That's so poignant. <laughs> and then no. we figured out that our podcast episodes bring us to the end of the year. It was like, oh my God, we are such good this planners. Such a great plan. <laughs> not good planners. No, I'm not much of it. In a way, I, I, I plan things. But then when, when things kind of serendipitously happen like that, I take full credit that it was on purpose. That it was on and, purpose. Yeah. And I tell nobody. So yeah. I'm uh, a genius of planner. Yeah, you are. Snap. And no one will ever <laughs> say otherwise. So what we're going to talk about today is, um, and I, when I got on to Andrea, like we had loads of topics that we could have covered. And I was kind of saying, and what would you like to talk about? And Andrea came to me with open, open relationships. relationships. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first thing I suppose I will ask you is, why did you come to me with open relationships as a topic? Um, I think because when I first came across the concept Mm. and not came across it, like obviously you're exposed to it in media and whatever. But when I actually had firsthand experience of it, I was so fascinated by it and I couldn't get my head around it. Mm. And then as I got more into it and like learning about it and experiencing people's experience of it, Mm -hmm. I kind of figured that a lot of it was happens in an open relationship is kind of where my beliefs go in terms of monogamy because I always struggle with being able to um I can't imagine being with one person for the rest of my life because I just have all these questions of like I grow in one direction they grow in one direction how are you meant to stay in this capsule together for eternity and as you change and like I look back of me five years ago Mm. and like I've 
got a lot more friends and I don't understand how one person can give you everything that you need forever. in the in the world forever and I yeah. just could that was my beliefs and then I would say this to loads of people and they were like oh but this is lovely this blah 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 yeah. and then when I started seeing open relationships and experiencing them and is I this was among like, friends and things is that where yeah, you kind of yeah. first experienced it okay so then when I saw firsthand I was like this is actually perfect because you get all the good bits of a monogamous relationship and the partnership and the love and the someone who's got your back but then you also have all the good bits of the excitement and the all the other parts that go mm-hmm. with having an open relationship yeah. so I then as I've seen it grow it's kind of I am lucky enough to kind of straddle between the queer and straight world so yeah. I would as it's grown in prominence with all my queer friends I was I'm kind of interested to see if it's going to sneak into the straight world okay yeah and so just to give kind of context from my experience of open relationships I pretty much have none because uh, I'm married and up until the point where I got married and met the person I was going to marry I was in yes I was in relationships but none of them were open they were all completely monogamous and when I was single um, I to be honest I can't even think of one couple you know a friend of mine who's in a couple that that is in an open mm. relationship however I would consider myself very open-minded and I can completely see and understand and wrap my head around the you know yeah, that, yeah. that take on it as in how can someone possibly how can one person possibly give you every single thing you're gonna need emotionally physically sexually for the rest of your life and you might think well why did you get married then you mad's gone um because I think uh, I can, I know myself, I think I'm self-aware enough to know that I, what I don't get in my marriage, I can get from other people. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily sexually, which is where I think the line right. and is kind of drawn. For me as well, I think a lot of people are in open relationships. They just don't know it. Yeah. So there's so much yeah. cheating and secrets and the outside relationships are going on. Yeah. But they're actually causing distress and yes. they're causing people to break up and they're causing like anxiety and all that stuff. Whereas I think an op- have actually labeling it and having the boundaries of an open relationship yeah. takes that away. So yeah. I think it is happening. It's yeah. just not labeled. And isn't that the thing? Like I was kind of looking it up and there's this thing in, in France now. Obviously, you know, there's this stereotype that everyone in France is just having it off with everyone really? else yeah um which i kind of hope is true but there's this this concept of a sank asset which is five to seven um, and i don't know how true this is or how prevalent it is but basically a five to seven in inverted commas is a woman or a man i suppose that that someone goes to so they finish work at five yeah and before they go home to their families at seven between five and seven they the best part of the day <laughs> going for dinner having a they smoke do, you know they a have a ride yeah, yeah do you know and and that concept kind of fascinates me because, you know, there's so much, um, there'd be a lot of, I guess, judgment and misunderstanding for, say, a culture maybe where um, a man or a woman, a man, to be honest, mostly could take uh, more than one wife, say. Yeah. So like, you know, in maybe Islamic culture, there might be a, a way that a man could have three or four wives and they all know about each other and they're all fully aware of, you know, each each other's role yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, in, in other cultures, like, say, in France, for example, there's this kind of hidden, well, my husband has a mistress and everybody knows about it, but I can't talk to him about it and I can't, you know, involve myself with it or whatever. So you have these two coexisting, you know, like one seems extremely honest and yet it is frowned upon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one seems kind of almost like made seem sexy 
but it's dishonest and possibly hurtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can kind of see that from your perspective. So tell tell me more about your personal experience of open relationships if you've if you have I've I've never been in a relationship that I've opened up. So I've gotcha. always been the goer into the open relationship. So like the guest say. star. The guest star. <laughs> For want That's of a better a, word, a glam way of saying <laughs> yeah. it. Okay, so you haven't been the, in a in a relationship you could, well you would consider open, but you've you've been the third person, I guess, the other person, the addition. Okay, and to how, the relationship, how was that say. experience? Um, at the start, the first few times it happened, and like it, it doesn't happen all the time, yeah. but the first few times it was kind of weird, and I was like. I've been friends with both parties and they've both been there or whatever. Okay. And yeah, it, it's really understanding and like to the point where it's kind of like, oh, I'm going off to do something. Can you handle the other person or whatever? So it kind okay. of becomes like it's just a thing. Do you yeah. know that way? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been really positive. And like even one, this is a while ago, I was on Tinder and uh, I matched with this guy, absolutely stunner. And I, I don't read the bios. I just like flick. <laughs> just pictures do, only. Do you know, not in a bad way, but like, yeah. what are you going Who to write has a bio? Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I like walks and whatever. So yeah. I never read them. And he messaged me and he's like, oh my God, he was Greek. And he was like, I actually haven't matched with that many Irish women. And I was like, oh, cool. like so. Yeah. Like, that's a bit weird. And I was like, what's your point and he's yeah, like yeah. did you not read my bio and I was like no and he's like oh because it says I'm in an open relationship and Irish women are not, not very ex- open Accepting to that of it. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. want of a better okay, word yeah. and I which like, I think is fair I don't think in general people are really even that knowledgeable about open relationships never mind accepting of them I feel like they're everywhere okay like personally but <laughs> okay. like so but I think again and I think I was talking to someone about it last night I think the difference between the queer and I think it is queer is the right word to use because mm-hmm. it's not a gay or a straight thing. It's actually yeah. like just not the norm. Not and the norm. The exactly. alternative. So okay. um, he was like, yeah, I didn't match with many people. I'm in an open relationship. How would you feel about that? And I'm like, yeah, grand. If the other person's uh, like knows what's going on, absolutely fine. And I think that's the main thing about open relationships is the boundary setting and the knowledge and that everyone's OK with it. OK. But uh, yeah, so that it's kind of. It feels like it's coming into my world a lot. Okay. Where you focus your attention. But I think <laughs> it, put, it actually is really interesting <laughs> because I've been thinking about this for so long about monogamy and how that fits into my life. And I'm whatever, re- like I, I've, I'm not a relationship person and how that all works together now is ca- this kind of is just as like, ah, this is, it makes so much sense. Okay. And from your perspective as kind of the, the guest star or the like addition to the open relationship, would you ever consider getting into a relationship where you're in the kind of primary um, pairing, shall we say, and then you take a lover? <laughs> Do you See, know what I mean? I just, I don't think I'm emotionally mature enough for it, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Because I'm fine with like blasé situations, but where I'm not very good at, I find it really hard to actually have an emotional connection with someone. Okay. So if I had then gotten that... I don't know how I'd be able to then break it. And I, I, I get have you. been talking to a lot of people about this uh, today. And I like a lot of my straight men friends, I was asking them and they're like, I don't know if I w- had a girlfriend, how I could share that person. And what if they had sex with someone else and it was much better and then I lost them. And I was kind of like, well, if you're basing your relationship on fear, the fear of losing someone, mm. then that's not love really. That's not healthy, so, yeah. But then, so I think from talking to people who have been in open relationships, the first few times 
that you open up are obviously very hard. Um, but once they get into the swing of it, they love it. Okay. So I think, I don't know if I could handle the jealousy and all the kind of knowing that your partner is off with someone else. Okay. But I think you don't know how you're going to handle things until you do. Yes. Like, and like, if a parent dies, you just can't imagine how you're going to handle that. But then it happens and you do. And you so deal with it, So yeah. I think it's very hard to put yourself in that position until you're in that position. Totally. Um, I think I would struggle, but I think if it was something that presented itself in a relationship I was in and it was something that we were going to try, I think you'd just you'd get on adapt, with it. yeah. If it was... And have you experienced, you know the way you were talking about that kind of jealousy aspect coming in? So... You know, I can imagine if I was in an open relationship and everything was above board and we were both on board and, you know, my my kind of primary partner went and, and slept with someone else. But I also had the power to go and sleep with someone else or do whatever I wanted. Um, I still think I would feel a little bit of jealousy and I still think there'd be a bit of resentment there. Like, do you as the third party ever kind of experience secondhand jealousy or do you ever experience secondhand drama like do you get you know say you're like sometimes you can be there and you can like and you can see the tenderness that the couple have let's say and you're like oh I kind of want that okay so there is that for sure okay but there's this book called The Ethical Slut and this was written I think in the 90s okay maybe I'm really bad with memory so it was written (laughs) sometime yeah and they were the first people to put this kind of relationship into a book and in that they talk about jealousy and they talk about um how jealousy if you just acknowledge it as an emotion and because an emotion is not a negative or a positive emotion sadness is not a bad emotion or a good emotion happiness shouldn't be a bad or good Mm -hmm. so they're like jealousy is another emotion so if you're able to take jealousy as and acknowledge it and feel it and deal with it that's how you're able to deal with an open relationship okay because I know for for me uh I'm I there's there's this person in in the media shall we say I'll be very vague oh god can't wait to hear after no (laughs) who I really really intensely dislike okay I don't know and I for for the longest time I was like I don't know why I feel this way about this person she's perfectly lovely she's um you know friends with, with mutual friends all this yeah yeah and I, you know, I took a long time to kind of figure it out, but I realized after a long while, I'm just really jealous of her. Like I'm just, I just have this, this bubbling envy going on the whole time. And I kind of sat down and I went, oh, it's because, yeah, okay, so you're just really jealous. And that helped me to not hate her anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I sat, you could sat acknowledge down, it. Yeah, I acknowledged it as a feeling. It. I kind of went... That's why that. That's why I'm having those feet. That's why I'm behaving a certain yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you if you monitor your thoughts, you can change how you feel. You can change your behaviors. So I was like, that's why I feel that. And then I was able to to deal with that. So while I haven't had to yet apply that to an open a relationship, relationship. Yeah, I'd yeah. say it's probably the same thing. Yeah, I think. Right. Yeah, and I think there's a difference between jealousy and envy as well. Okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, no, I think again, once you can acknowledge the feeling and be like, yes, I am jealous of what the other party have or yes. whatever then you can be like okay fine I'll, I'll fine. go and get coffee with someone else yeah and have you ever had any like awkward oh god get me out of this situation moments where you're like the third party and or are you just is has it all been kind of an easy road yeah or? it's all been an easy road yeah um and yeah it's like everyone like I haven't had I'm not like literally in the middle of 10,000 relationships by the way just to be clear which would be fine as well I would I'd be fine with that yeah. 
But of the experiences, it's all been totally grand. It's all been good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But and but you know, I think what might make it also easier is that a lot of well, not a lot of them, all of them have been like with two gay men. Okay. Right. Okay. So that that's a different sort of dynamic. Yeah. And how did you, how have you found that like that dynamic of? I think it makes it a lot like, and I hate genderizing. Yeah. But I think it's a lot easier for two men to have an open relationship than a man and a woman. Um, okay. I think the emotional stuff is a lot easier to deal with because they think the same way and like not to and I hate saying men are like this and women are like I that. I know, yeah, yeah. I, like because it's not, but a lot yeah. more of the time the biological. Um, makeup of women mm-hmm. we release a hormone when we have sex that is a connector yeah men don't have that okay so it's much easier for men to be able to have the connection with their partner and then have the extracurriculars with the third person or the fourth person or the fifth person um and, and not, not have that and, and even have the connection or, and really like the person but they're not having the clinging don't you know yes like i know if i have like sex with someone that i really like the the minute they leave, I'm literally like, I just want to cling on to them. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's like, yeah, it's, it's not my mind. It's like <laughs> yeah. my body yeah. reacting to that. Yeah. So it makes it easier when it's two men, when you take that out of the equation. Okay. Yeah. Because, and I think and that, that's why it's more prevalent in with gay men to have all these. And uh, the majority of people that I know in open relationships are, are gay, gay men. men. Because I suppose from, yeah, from a, a straight couple perspective, the the jealousy would be more, I guess it would be amplified by that that very biological thing of like women typically, and I, again, it's a stereotype and it's a sweeping generalization, mm. but like that thing of after you have sex, you're like, stay Stroke with me. Stroke my hair. Stay with me and snuggle <laughs> and let's just watch an episode of something nice and gentle before yeah, yeah, I fall yeah. asleep. <laughs> and there's not the same, yeah, there, there isn't the same thing in, in, in men. And um yeah, I guess it's it's and interesting there's a lot, to... there's a lot more hookup culture, I suppose, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, but I think that's changing and there's a lot more hookup culture for women as well yeah. now with all the apps and all that kind of jazz. So yeah. it is, I think, and that's why I'm so interested in open relationships to see if they're going to seep more into the, into. into the straight world. Yeah. Um, and I'm putting straight in, in, in inverted commas, commas yeah. because it's, <laughs> I don't mean straight. Yeah. It's quite less queer, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and in terms of like the rules, right? So I was reading a bit about open relationships again because I haven't any experience. Um, and it was all about, you know, honesty and being open boundaries. with and boundaries. So that's where all the fights come from is, is boundaries. So everyone, like I was, again, I was talking to someone about it last night and mm-hmm. they, they're actually like, I would say quite expert in it, the okay. whole situation and in the education of it and all that jazz. And they were talking about their relationship and uh, they were like, this is my boyfriend. I love him. I know I'm going to be with him for the rest of my life, but that doesn't mean... Is this I a d- woman? This is a man. A man. Okay, he's right. like, but that doesn't mean that I don't want the excitement of a new dick or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And yeah. he's like, there's nothing like the excitement of opening some trousers and seeing what you're going to get, the surprise yeah. and the newness and all that jazz. But he's like, but we have our real, that anal is just for us. Okay. So like... That's their boundary. Whereas right. a straight couple that I heard was talking about, they their boundary was that you don't sleep over. So you can go and have sex, but then you leave after okay. sex. So there's no sleeping over. So there was like a fight because that person had stayed over. And that's where the fight was. It wasn't that what was happening. It was the boundaries were being broken. Okay. So I think the key to having an open relationship is communication. And okay. it, it all boils down. And I think that if, if you look at where the issues from normal 
yeah in inverted commas yeah there's a lot of relationships <laughs> are is that the communication isn't there because someone feels something they're missing something so they go look for it on the side and it's a secret mm-hmm. whereas if some if you go into this and have an honest open conversation about i feel like i want to have this experience mm-hmm. and then the other person can be like okay that's fine you can do that but this is my rules of how it is. Okay. So it just feels a bit more mature and grown up, I think. Yeah. And like communication is key for every relationship. And when that breaks down or when that's lacking in some way, that's where the problems arise in any relationship, whether yeah, it's open yeah. or closed or half open. or half, Like it, once communication is, is lost or there's a, uh, a reluctance to communicate from one party or the other, problems arise but everything whether, starts yeah. turning into a, a mountain molehills whether it's like a dish being left out all the time or you want to sleep with someone new yeah yeah and I think like that's a, that's a big spectrum there yeah. but yeah I know what you mean though it's communication is key and I think like you could I suppose if you looked at it from a certain perspective like we we may all be in a version of an open relationship and just have have stricter boundaries because like I know and suppress it a little bit more maybe totally like and and not admit it to ourselves that that might be something that would interest us because it's not the like real. the norm yeah, or yeah, the yeah. kind of typical thing to do or whatever but I think like you know because I have there's, there's friends of mine and people I've um, spoken to about various kind of relationship topics and they have different rules for what constitutes cheating for yeah. instance so say one couple might say okay well you can like they might not object to like a, a text or flirting on a night out but they'll object to you know a blowy in the bathroom yeah, or yeah. some people might not object to that but they'll object to full sex like penetrative yeah. sex or you know so there's all these like there's all these there I are boundaries goes, in I, place to me like I think respect is where like where the boundary is for relationships and mm-hmm. if you are kissing someone else and it's like a, in a disrespectful way in that's cheating if you're sliding into someone's dms in a disrespectful way and that's cheating yeah do you know that way so i think respect is so important in every relationship and that's where it all comes up so i think that that's how you define yeah cheating yeah anyway and like the i would imagine the concept of cheating probably still exists then in, in open relationships because if you cross that boundary that is yeah, 100%. for want of a better word, cheating in in maybe in not necessarily in a kind of penetrative sense, <laughs> but just in a like like you were saying, like the, the sleeping over, the sleeping that's over cheating thing. because okay. you're you're breaking the boundaries. So okay, that's and that's cheating what the on fight the, would be about. The fight is about. So the fight isn't necessarily about oh you had sex with someone else because you were aware that that was happening, but it's about the fact that they stayed over and that was your boundary. Yeah, and some people their boundary is now kissing. Mm-hmm. Some people their boundary is. Like there's so many different ones. Some is like you can't, they can't ever meet each other or like some people I know are in full blown relationships with other, like they have two or three partners, let's say, but their core partner is their core partner. Okay. You know that way, but they're in other relationships. Other relationships, like having multiple boyfriends or multiple girlfriends. Yeah. Okay. And the whole thing of, you know, not wanting to meet the, like say you were, you were the kind of guest star, as you said, like, um, have you been in, have you experienced it from both sides? Have you, have you been in kind of arrangements, shall we say, where you have met the, the both parts of the couple? And, and have you been in relationships where you were just seeing that one person and their, their, part, their partner in their open relationship was not really, you weren't involved in that at all? The straight one yeah. was I just met the 
the person okay. and I didn't meet the other person. Okay. But the I other you. ones I would have known the two Both. people. Okay, yeah. right. And which which one is preferable for you? Which which did you prefer? Did you I don't, you didn't mind? It doesn't affect me. Like do you know that <laughs> yeah, way? It yeah, doesn't yeah. make a difference to me. Okay. It's their shit. It's, it's not their, mine. Yeah, yeah. And can you ha- like you see the way you say it's their shit, not yours? Because you're so intimately involved with these people, can you have that like distance can you have can you say that that phrase and really believe it like can you say that's their shit not mine and really step out of that yeah 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 <laughs> I love yeah. how you're like mm-hmm. yes it's totally fine I am very good at uh se- not segregation what's that word where you compartmentalizing yeah yeah okay so, so you just put that in a box yeah. you lock it in your Next. mind <laughs> <laughs> okay brilliant and um yeah so the, I saw a word when I was researching, um, again, monogamish. So, you know, monogamous yeah. I suppose. Um, do you think that that can exist? Is it, is it one or the other? Is it monogamous? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And then open relationships on completely different ends of the spectrum. Or can you be like, we're kind of having an open relationship. We don't really know what this is. Like... Do you know, have has a kind of... I think it's like, it feels like when someone is experimenting maybe with their sexuality and they're like, oh, I just kiss girls or I'm just trying it all out. Okay, yeah. But then they end up like having a full-blown bi or lesbian relationship. It's the same thing. It's just like, we're afraid of what this is, so we're not going to label it or we're not going to go any further. But we're just... Yeah, we're just creeping around it and seeing how it fits. Yeah. That's what that sounds like to me. And do you think it's, do you think it's fear of judgment? Like, do you think? Yeah, because like the anyone I've spoken to about this uh, outside of like the world of it, let's say. Yeah. It is like, oh, no, no, that is no. That How can that work? That's yeah. absolutely bananas. Or why would you do that? Or that's like there is a judgment around yeah. it. And even with that guy on Tinder mm. when he was like, no, Irish girls are just not into it. Mm. Like, we're just not exposed to it. And if you look at where it's being represented in the media, it's not something that it's always kind of pitched as this, like, on TLC programs, it's this crazy world <laughs> yeah, yeah, of yeah. sister wives or yeah, whatever, yeah, like, yeah. as if they're bananas. Like whereas, people who are like couponers. <laughs> yeah, whereas actually it's e- people's everyday lives and yeah. like normal, not no, what I is know normal, but yeah, like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. People that you see just are sitting beside on the bus, they're like having open relationships. So yeah. it's, it's like, it's just, it's been almost stigmatized, I suppose. And mm. I always think that if you look at any sexual trends, they always do come from the queer world until they're unstigmatized. Totally. Destigmatized. 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 <laughs> until they're destigmatized. And then it kind of gets 
to a, a, a more moral accepting gotcha, like a way from the mainstream. mainstream. Yeah, Do you know yeah. that way? So I think it is, it's just like fashion when it's like, yeah. it's a niche at the start and then it goes mainstream and then everyone's having it. Everyone go. on Instagram is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's my sister wife. And so, <laughs> and so do you think, um, you know the way you're saying that um, in kind of your 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 queer community, I suppose it's it's a very talked about thing it's really accepted it's really just kind of de- oh literally you could be in a club and you're like oh are you guys in an open relationship fab and then you and like, then you move on yeah, it's not, it's even, not a even just like oh whatever so it's not among maybe your friends in that that are not necessarily in that community have you experienced not necessarily judgment because obviously you know friends are going mm. well good friends are going to judge you <laughs> but do you know what oh, I mean like, all my <laughs> friends spend all days judging each other that's <laughs> what we do it's a profession <laughs> yeah uh, but you know I, like I can imagine okay say for instance for me in a, in a world I guess that doesn't necessarily have much experience with open relationships if I was to to maybe uh, you know approach kind of one of my friends and say look myself my husband were thinking about yeah, doing yeah. this um, and we're this is how it's going to work and these are our boundaries yeah, yeah. there would be like are you sure on what the floor. are you doing yeah there yeah. would be there would be you know first of all I think the assumption would be that there's something one wrong or, yeah there's something wrong one or other of us, or of us is not happy yeah to be honest I would imagine that the assumption would be that it's my husband what, who is leading the, yeah, yeah. The, the charge towards open relationship um, and I know that as much as my friends love me there would be judgment yeah. questioning there would be what uh, what's doing? going on here yeah. what's the underlying reason instead and of them do just you know what? saying yeah when my first when I first came across it mm. that was exactly how I was like was like oh god really is that what's wrong and it was exactly how my w- mind worked okay and it's the same with everything when you don't know about it and you've never experienced it you go to a place of ignorance of like there's something wrong yeah. until you start to understand it and then it kind of starts making sense you're like aha now I get it yeah okay so it's just a matter of more like education or not education but knowledge and kind of experience of it that I don't it, knock it till you try it kind of situation <laughs> yeah. you know that way yeah, and yeah. It, it is something that you're judging and like I think the whole point of the world is stop judging yeah like if you don't judge anyone else for and I actually had a conversation about judgment last night it was Mm -hmm. like if you take the judgment out of everything then you'll be happier and everyone else will be happier but also bringing empathy in and understanding and if you try and understand and think about how that feels and also think about why how that works and start putting yourself in other people's positions and yeah. trying to figure it out then it's grand whereas we as human beings just naturally go to oh something's <laughs> going on there the raised you, eyebrow like, like yeah. and it's just you like a little bit of salacious gossip or yeah. something to hang on and then to talk about and yeah. that's just na- like Nature. how we're how we're made yeah. and it's really hard to get rid of judgment but yeah. as soon as you start losing judgment everything gets so much better it's easier and I you know th- there's I heard this thing it's some It's I'm sure it's been recreated into tragic memes everywhere on the internet but it's like something about th- if uh, the vessel holding on to something it, it does more harm to the vessel than it does to you know so like if you're holding on to say you're holding on oh, to yeah. anger or something or resentment or whatever that, that damages that you, damages you more than it does you're the person you're, yeah. exactly and I would imagine it's the same for I mean it's the same for judgment, which is why I try my best to be like as empathetic and open minded as and as, a, you know, understanding of different viewpoints, whatever, as I possibly can. Um, and that makes me feel so much happier and makes me feel so much better. And it's very much like 
you know, if you haven't a clue about something, like like me with open relations, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't a, I haven't a bog. Apart from what I read on the internet, um, but if again you come to it with an open mind and you come to it with a sense of willingness to understand or willingness to um, not maybe not experience it, but willingness to even you know talk about it and and try and hear it from a perspective of positivity rather than well this didn't work for us or this was terrible or we can't do this then you know it's yeah it'll probably spread quicker if if the judgment was dropped yeah and also like a lot a lot of people i was like i messaged people should i go what do you think about open relationships mm. and the instant reaction from a lot of people who haven't had one or was oh no they don't work okay because they've seen one person having a fight in it or they, they were whatever and it's like Okay, you're saying it doesn't work because there was an issue within it. But that's like saying relationships don't work because someone had a fight. Do you know that way? Obviously, there's going to be issues involved in it. And you have to weigh up, are the issues worth having for what you're getting in return? That's like saying a relationship having issues is not worth being in. Like... There's no such thing there's as There's literally a, like, no such thing. And there is, uh, there's obviously downsides yeah. to it. And the, But there's downsides to being in a relationship. Like, totally. you make sacrifices to be in a relationship. You make sacrifices to be single. You make sacrifices to be without, to, like... To exist. You have to exist. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that yeah. way you make... Whether so you're it's exactly or, the same. Yeah. So you have to weigh up whether the excitement that comes and whatever else you're getting from an open relationship is worth whatever that... It bring issues that brings up, whether that's jealousy or whether whatever the yeah. other issues are. And is there, um, in terms of like the risks, because I was kind of wondering if, you know, in a in an open relationship, if one party is encouraging it for the wrong reasons. So say, for instance, you're in, a, in an otherwise monogamous relationship, mm. or at least you think you're in a monogamous relationship, um, which a lot of people think they are. And they, <laughs> and they aren't. aren't. Yeah. Um, like and one party comes and says look I, maybe we should try this open relationship thing and the other party is receptive and they you know they go off on that kind of journey or whatever but it turns out that the person that suggested it had already got a foot out of the door of the of the monogamous relationship and they were just looking for a way to, to fuck other people, people basically yeah. like is that I, I mean does that happen is that a thing like you know is that I don't I I from the outside looking in it doesn't seem like the the most healthy way to begin an open relationship if basically you're just a bit fed up with the relationship you're in and you're trying to but sometimes that can revive the relationship and save it so it could be a damaged relationship that is a bit boring not boring but yeah, the boring. spark has gone out of yeah, it and the chemistry but you might still have the overlying love but it's just a bit vanilla so if you're bringing in a little bit of cayenne pepper and <laughs> spice to spice. do you know what I mean and then that lets the love bit of Frank's hot sauce <laughs> bit of Frank's hot sauce <laughs> spilling all over that then that can reignite the love and bring the love back into the foreground of it rather than it being having to let go of that relationship so it can save relationships as well for sure yeah and is like is the concept of an open relationship just a sexual construct like as in because I I would imagine you know when you're when you're being intimate with someone else you you can get emotional support and you can get well think about your group of friends Mm. and like if you it's basically you have loads of open relationships without sex yeah so like I know (laughs) in my friend group I have like in my like say five closest friends each of them deliver something else and sometimes I just need one of them to deliver that whether that's support or laughter or entertainment or 
whatever the nourishment is yeah and then so it's the same I think with an open relationship yeah there's a there's a physical aspect to it but you're getting all the you're you're not just putting it they're not a faceless person they're still a three-dimensional emotional thing there as well so Mm. I think it is it's like I think if you look at relationships across the board Mm. you're just adding in a bit of sex (laughs) (laughs) bit of boning Um, and what about then if uh, you know there's a, an open relationship taking place and the third party and the one half of the primary relationship I guess um, start to have like fall in love basically like what happens if I, you know that's that would be my no that would be my fear but if I was in an open but relationship you, and but you can't be in a relationship based on fear that you might lose someone yeah like fair, so yeah. it's exactly the same as if you're in a monogamous relationship and you're afraid they might fall in love with someone in the office true there's nothing like, to stop you, you someone, can't yeah. cage someone in and if you cage someone in that's not a relationship yeah. that's a that's a trap do yeah. you know that way so yeah. and what's that saying like if you love someone set them free yeah. or whatever yeah. but yeah. If, you can't guard someone and keep them away from everyone else at the risk that, that they might find someone better you have it's I suppose that goes down to a self-confidence thing mm-hmm. that you're confident of what you have and that your value to as a person and it's not about value it's about that yous are right for each other at that time and then maybe you won't be right for each other at another time Mm -hmm. and that could be because you're in an open relationship or that could be because they met someone at the shops or at daddy daycare or whatever yeah do you know that way or because they they just didn't they didn't meet anyone and they just it's just not working anymore for whatever reason whether like you've gone in different directions you've changed who you are fundamentally there's lots of different yeah and like or you had kids yeah, kids can make a relationship or break a relationship, so it's kind of yeah. Kids are the same as an open relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bottom line. <laughs> we will end there. No joke. Um, but I think a, a thing that I was kind of wondering is, you know, the way, right? So, bear with me again from a very straight married lady's uh, perspective. But just like if if you're in a relationship um, that's monogamous, and you're not like you know you meet someone and you think there's a spark there and there's a physical attraction, and you go, you think to yourself, OK, well, I'm happily married or I'm happily in a monogamous relationship. And and you're like, that's fulfilling me. So that's fine. And you're able to you're almost able to go, well, that was that was lovely to have. But I'm just going to ignore that now. If you're in an open relationship and you explore that avenue and that spark turns into something way more than you thought it was going to. And it develops and develops and develops. And all of a sudden you're looking at your partner and you're going, Mm, I kind of would prefer to be over here like is the open relationship like if you're in a monogamous allowing relationship you to live your best life <laughs> exactly yeah and, maybe and yeah and this is the thing like I think but that's what I have a problem with a monogamous yeah. relationship with is should you stick in this thing because you've said you will so that's it you're sticking with it whether if something else would make you happier should you not have what makes you happier? And should you be allowed to explore that? Because there's there's things that, you know, like a friend of mine, um, she's not married, but she's engaged actually. And she met someone. Yeah. Um, and had a really, really strong connection to the person and they got on really well. And it was, it was actually a woman. And so she was engaged to a yeah. man. And she felt extremely like she she thought okay and she was saying this to me and she was saying confiding in me and she was yeah. saying you know um i have this feeling and it's just like i really feel like that's something i should explore but i'm engaged to a man and what the hell is it yeah, you know yeah, yeah. And, like completely conflicted and the thing was 
had she been in an open relationship, she would have felt she could have explored that yeah. um, more in more depth. But she decided not to because she had committed, yeah. you know. And there was, I have to admit, like there was a part of me that went, no, I, I quite like her fiance, <laughs> yeah, I, you know. But there was a part of me that went, well, why you shouldn't c- she? You like, could, why shouldn't she yeah. be exploring that? That could have made her, like she, she thinks she's happy now. She could have had a technical or happiness. She could have had technical or happiness. She could have yeah. had like but that's off the, thing, the charts like, I kind of, of think, happiness. Don't you know if you get a book and you love it mm. and you're reading it and then it gets shit and you're not enjoying it anymore. Do you keep reading it just so you finish it because that's what you do? Or do you actually go, actually, I don't want to read the rest of the book. I hate it. Okay. And you go to the bookshop and you get a new one and it makes you feel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, do you just keep is because you keep reading the book because you're told you always finish a book because you're obliged to whereas that's a waste of my time I'm not enjoying it I actually I, I resent this book now because I have to read it I like the book would actually probably be happier if I <laughs> dropped it off and then got a new book that but book you know would what I mean <laughs> yeah do you know, I know what like, you mean yeah so I think it, it goes back to putting into your mindset of like I think choosing to be happy and I like not hurting anyone but choosing to be happy should be people's priority and doing the best thing rather than doing what they think they should they're expected to do and even if that goes back to like I've got friends who, who were engaged and they didn't they didn't want to get married but they kept going with it because that's what you're meant to do you're meant to be engaged and get married and that's the path you're meant to take and the pressure was on them to do that yeah whereas in the end, they're like, what am I doing? This is not what I want. This is just what I've been told I should be doing. Yeah. And then they stop. And they, there's so much And they're of that. so much happier. So yeah. I think, are you going to live your life, whatever time we have in this magical world, living our lives, are you going to live it the way other people deem you should live it? Or are you going to live it what way makes you the happiest? Yeah, that's... Whoa! <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, why? Yeah. Why are you doing something for the sake, for the of, sake of, doing of what you sh- yeah. you're told you should be doing? Yeah. Are you going to do something that makes you unhappy just because that's what's been done before? Yeah. And it's like when you go into a shop, or I hate when this happens, and you go into somewhere and you're like, "Hi, can I just have, let's say, one croissant?" No, we only sell two. Well, can I have one? No, that's just how it's done. It doesn't make sense. I'll give you more money for the one. No, we don't yeah. do it like that. And yeah. you're just like, there's no sense to that. Yeah. Why would you not just do what makes all of us happy here? Yeah. You're going to make more money and I'm going to get the cross on <laughs> I want. <laughs> Did you see that? It reminds me of <laughs> You know, when you go into a deli counter. Yeah. This is, this is off topic, people. <laughs> I'm just, listen, just go with it. You know, when you go into a deli counter and you say, I'll have two small sausage rolls. Yeah. And they say, there's a deal on. You can get five for 250 or whatever yeah. and you're like I just want to you're like I just want but you're in your head you're like well this is value like <laughs> I'm gonna eat them five sausage rolls I saw on the internet the other day like this meme that was like um, you know when you go into a deli counter and they say are you sure you only want two you can get 250 of them for 54 euro and you're like sure look <laughs> I'm here the, now give me the 250 <laughs> so yeah if you just want two sausage rolls you stick by that um, yeah so you were talking about that ethical slut book yeah. Um, I have the author's names here if anyone wants to look it up. Dossie. Dossie? <laughs> what sort of name is that? Dossie Easton and Janet Hardy. I think that's what I've scrolled down here. So if anyone wants to check that out. And it's been re-released actually in September with an updated because actually it turns out 
funnily enough mm. millennials are much more open to open relationships so it is a growing trend okay so they've updated the book to take that into account because when they wrote the book there was a lot more judgment around the situation whereas now it's kind of like a lot of millennials are like yeah I'm in an open relationship so yeah. it's been updated to take all that into account what what do you think it is that makes millennials and like again millennials is kind of a stereotype at this stage isn't yeah, it like, yeah, but it's what, such a shit word it's such a shit word generation Z what off. I, but like you know younger on people what, Younger, <laughs> younger than what though? <laughs> but you know, I know what you mean. Like people who are kind of what, like I think it's like nineteen eighty six to nineteen ninety six or something like that. And um, what do you think makes that generation, shall we say, more open minded, more receptive to these things? It's like anything. If you look at the rise of drag, drag is now a mainstream thing. It's on RuPaul. It's on mainstream TV. Yeah. As people are exposed to things and as people talk about things, mm-hmm. it's something that's always been happening. Whereas now people are just being a bit more open about it because they're not getting judged. So I think it's like I would like to say that I've done a study on this, but I would say it's not that anything's changed. It's just perception and people are talking about it more. So people have probably always been doing it. But I think as well, what's changed is the type of people who've been doing it from it. I was reading an article that was saying that in the past it was more like the hippies and the queer, very queer things. Whereas now it's like the young office goers have their open relationships and it's the young, shiny people. Okay. And just this, the it's like everyday, trendy. In a, in it's, a, a, it's just an everyday thing now. Yeah. It's just like getting your like your coffee, your flat white in the morning now. Yeah. It's like, and I'm in an open relationship and it's not like, oh my God. It's like, oh, cool. Okay, grand. Yeah. It's just more accepted. Yeah. And it, because people are talking about it and it's like anything, the more you talk about anything, the more people learn about it, the more people get okay with it and then they don't care. So if anyone is listening and they fancy exploring open <laughs> relationships, this is your cue because we've just talked about it for the guts of an hour. And uh, like, I feel like I know more about it now. I feel like, um, I mean, I would be, an, I, I'm a very non-judgmental person anyway. Like I'm, I tend not to judge. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. People can say, all sorts to me and I'll go oh brilliant yeah Grant and I'll just you know I'll <laughs> yeah, just let yeah, it wash over me which is such a like uh, like people need to work really hard on not being mm. judgmental and it is something that like listening to all Oprah's things and all it is working on your judgment yeah so. but it, I mean it, it it makes such a difference because if you if someone says something to you that that you know otherwise someone might judge if you let it wash over you like that they're their their world their life them, their, it's not affecting you yeah do, let them do their and bits. until the moment when what they're doing actively affects your life you don't need to worry about it yeah. at all so if someone says to me if a friend of mine came to me and said look I'm in an open relationship until the moment that starts affecting me or my friend in a negative way I don't need to involve myself yeah. in that. I don't need to worry about what she's doing in her, in her, you know, in her bedroom or out in the street or wherever she's doing it. Is she living her best life? She probably is. Well, then we <laughs> applaud her. <laughs> we do. We stand up and we give her a, a the, no, I was about to say the clap. We don't give her the clap. We talked about that in a, in a previous episode. The clap um, is gonorrhea, just for everyone's knowledge. Yes, it is. Uh, so for further, yeah, so The Ethical Slow is one of the books that um, you can have a read of if you want to learn more about open relationships. There's also a TED Talk by someone whose name is Kathy. I think, Slaughter. But like, what a last name to have. <laughs> can we just talk about it? I don't know whether it could be like, it could be a different pronunciation, but I'm going to say Slaughter. And it's called Love Lessons from Open Relationships. So that's something that if you are thinking about it if it's something that has crossed your mind if you think that it's something that might suit you uh, whether you're single or in an open relationship or in a monogamous relationship I should say um, and you want to know more those are good places to maybe 
look further into it. And the star word is boundaries. The star word. Oh, I like that. The star word is boundaries. So set your boundaries. Find out what they are. Find someone whose boundaries are the same as yours. <laughs> Probably important. Yeah. Um, and live your best life. Live your best life. So Andrea Horn, <laughs> that was wonderful. Will you, t- will you tell me now more about this podcast you're launching just before we go? Tell me, plug some things. Oh yeah, Our, uh, myself and Una Mullally are starting a podcast in May called United Ireland and we are going to be looking at each county in Ireland uh, for 32 episodes and looking at issues that are relevant to that county. So it'll be a global discussion with a local element. Brilliant. And yeah. so uh, issues like... Can you give us a sneak peek? <laughs> a sneak peek? Oh, yeah. Will she kill? No, she won't kill me. Uh, so let's say for Ross Common, if w- our subject is um, what, why, what, what was the subject? Basically, looking at the rise of the far right and why is that happening? Okay, and then we can link that back to the direct provision center in Ruski and the burning down of it. And so we'll do a local piece that's at the expense of a global issue. Okay, so it, I it kind of will localize. And the bigger picture. Thirty-two issues. episodes, one for each county. Yeah, that's fast. That's a really good format. If you don't mind me saying so, <laughs> thank that's you. Wonderful, um, amazing. And so you said May for that. Am I right? Yes, it is. I think the twenty-third of May okay. is a Thursday. Okay. That's our drop date. That's your day. Oh, yeah, very drop excited. Date. I know, very yeah. official. <laughs> See, we are planners. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, that's it for this one. Um, Thank you very much again, Thank Andrea. you for having me. Thank you, Tall Tales and Cassie. And I would really, again, because we're only new, I say this at the end of everyone, like, I, it doesn't take a massive amount of effort. Just scroll down a little bit and, like, click the five-star thing. Obviously, if you thought this was five-star, if you thought it was one-star, d- just don't worry about clicking anything. Um, and then, like, type in a couple of words of review. That would mean the absolute world. Um, and I'll set up a stall somewhere and give out, you know, hugs and coffee and free stuff. Okay. That's not true. Uh, Yeah, so thanks so much for listening and stay safe and have fun and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.